0: Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome to the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. I'm Vanessa Tyler, news anchor at the Black Information Network, in for the vacationing Ramses Jaw. This is history. Never before has a platinum selling rapper held an elected office until now
1: check me quickly blow your from here to DC back to Jersey Who
0: I be? the last L, yeah, until you the- Kelly has gone from rapping to repping. starting in the 90s he brought it known as do it all a member of the platinum selling rap group Lords of the Underground. But in June 2022, he raised his hand and took a sworn oath. I do solemnly swear that I will support the Constitution of the United States. Now he represents the very community where he was born, raised, and wrote rap, in Newark, New Jersey's West Ward. Congratulations, ladies and
1: gentlemen. Welcome back to the New Municipal Council.
0: Councilman Kelly, welcome to the Black Information Network Daily Podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: How does it feel to represent the people?
1: Well, oh, I mean... Representation is all it always feels good when the people that you're representing look at you as a leader and they ask for your representation. And uh, you know, on June fourteenth in Newark, New Jersey, more people ask for me to represent the people of the West Ward of Newark than any other candidate. So it feels like uh an honor but it also feels like a great responsibility.
0: Well, you're not new to this, but true to this, because you've always had a commitment to the community.
1: Yes, that's right, let them know, not new to this, true to this.
0: Tell me how being a rapper, knowing the pain, knowing the struggle, has made a difference, not just in compassion, but actual change so far.
1: I think being a rapper is uh, just a part of it, right? when you're a rapper, you are just a person who is who is giving the dialogue, you know, who is relaying the message. You're a messenger. But I believe I'm an artist that comes from the culture of hip-hop. Now, that is a difference because when you're, when you're an artist that comes from the culture of hip-hop, you can relay your message through acting. You can re- relay your message through being a musician. You can relay your message through being a rapper. So a rapper was just the way that I relayed the message of the people who were in the pain and in the culture of hip hop. And by being from that same culture of hip hop, you know, I was able to, to understand what they were saying, what they were relaying, and then also able to translate that in my music as a rapper to the people so that they can hear, understand, and, and decide how to move forward how to, to overcome obstacles and, and and just understand where they were dealing with the culture of hip-hop in, in Newark, New Jersey. So to answer your question of how that, how that affects me, you know, uh, as I move into the council position, one thing is the same is that it allows me to, and helps me to relay messages. So in doing that, relaying the messages, you know, I'm talking for my people.
0: I understand that late Tupac was in a way influential in sowing the seed for this path for you.
1: Yes, I mean, Pac was a, a good friend of mine. You know, I, I really miss my brother.
0: But he was the one who also said that you have to s- kind of stay where you are or go back to where the people are, where you came from.
1: Yes, Pac was one of those people and Amiri Baraka Senior was another one. You know, Pac said, you know, we have to stay where we've grown, you know, where we come from, and then replant the seeds in the same soil that we grew out of. That's what Pop told me. But Amiri Baraka told me to pit my bucket where I lay. And what that means is, you know, I asked him, what the, you know, what does that mean, O.G.? And he said, you know, just take it. He said, all of our superheroes are leaving us. They're going other places and taking their superpowers with them. He said, it's cool to... To be able to help your city, to help your community from afar. He said, We accept that. But to go away, acquire the knowledge, and bring it back to the same soil that you came from, he said, it's a different effect.
0: Yeah, just so funny you mentioning Amir Baraka. And of course, coming full circle, his son, Ross Baraka, is the mayor of Newark.
1: Yes, he is. I think he's one of the best mayors in the nation.
0: Well, this is hip hop all grown up. It's a natural progression.
1: Yeah. Yes, it is. It is. I I believe that that hip-hop was always destined to be what it is, has become, um, in a sense of of politics and things of that nature. Because, you know, it it started off talking about its ills and and talking about poverty and and expressing um, what the people who were closer to the pain were feeling in our communities. And that's why, you know, I, I believe when you're closer to the pain of anything, that's what formulates passion you know, you start to gain passion for what it is that you believe in, what it, what it is that you want to see become better. And, um, you know, hip-hop has always been close to the people in pain. It, it, it's derived from from not having, it's derived from not being included, it's derived from feeling like it is less than when it comes to other genres of music. So when, anytime that you feel oppressed, you want to rise out of that. And I think that hip-hop becoming a billion-dollar culture, a multi-billion-dollar culture, it started to do that. And with the election of me being the first platinum-selling hip-hop artist in the United States of America, I just pray that I inspire other people that's going to come along and be way greater than I am.
0: Do you think this same evolution will happen to the voices of today?
1: Yes. I don't see why not. I think that the possibilities are endless. And And I believe that when you see it, you can be it. You know, when, when you when you feel like that it's not too far out of your reach, you believe you can do it. So sometimes all it takes is someone to see it, to see that it can be done, and then they'll push just that much harder.
0: You definitely set the bar. We are talking with Dupre Kelly, who is the only elected lawmaker in America, who was a platinum seller rapper with the socially conscious Lords of the Underground. Crime is a big problem everywhere. I'm sure you've thought of ways to stop the incredibly senseless violence in our communities. What are your suggestions?
1: Um, you know, I think that community relations has to improve between our police agencies all across the city. You know, um, when I came up as a youngster in school, we had police that would come into our schools we knew the same police that came into our schools would be the same police that we saw in our neighborhood. People who are from the neighborhood and of the neighborhood should be policing the neighborhood. They should have knowledge of the community, knowledge of the area in which they police. And once that happens, you build a rapport. You build a relationship. And there's no relationship between the police and the community. And when the police build that relationship with the, with the people, you're less likely to do things. You're less likely to get in, involved in the mess, to get involved in the crime. But that's not it. You know, there's so many other components that need to be comprised of all of all of these things to make it happen. That's just one part. There also needs to be uh, not a defunding of the police, but take utilizing that community money that goes to these police agencies and be proactive and create other agencies within the community using the the people who were once involved in the crime, ex-gang members, ex-drug users, the people who actually are closest to the pain to help you relieve the pain of our community, which should ease our crime. Do I believe that crime will ever stop? No. I think that somebody would always take something out of a store or, or do something that, even if it's minute, but I think that it's building a better relationship between our police and our people and letting out, especially in black and brown communities, letting them know that the police, like, I don't think that, that Newarkers are against police. I think that we are just against killing our, our young men, yeah. you know, um, abusing our young women yes, and fearful of our elders being mistreated. So if we can build this space by changing the mindset of the people and, and changing the mindset of the police who police our people, then I think that we will have a better go at alleviating crime in our community.
0: What do you think the biggest issue facing your West Ward right now?
1: I think redevelopment. You know, um, I truly believe that if you see mess, you see filth, then you add to it. It's with anything, you know, look good, feel good type of mentality, right? I think that if you, if you see beautiful things happening and you change the mindset and you give the people uh, the opportunity to do things in our community, um, like be involved um, with different programming that, that actually helps them, that actually gives them the opportunity to gain and build wealth and create safe spaces for their families by changing our corridors and giving them opportunity, presenting them possibilities and opportunity, I think that it will grow. Yeah. But if you continue to not put those things in place, then it will not grow. So clean up the mess, beautify it, change the mindset of the people, give them opportunity, create opportunities for them and possibilities, and then we will see the Westward change.
0: Councilman is a noble position But is this it? Where do you see yourself going from here?
1: You know, everybody asks me this question, and and, um, I think, you know, the youthful side of me wants to answer it one way, but I I just believe as getting older, that I don't have an answer for you. The only answer I can give you is that my life has been a journey. And on that journey, I've been treating it like a highway and and utilizing my mind and my body as a vehicle. And that vehicle has two headlights on it that that sees about two hundred feet in front of me, and that's only when I'm not moving, you know. And as I move, it sees another two hundred feet. I I start to see on ramps and and exit ramps, and and then I keep on moving, and it and it sees a it sees destination signs that I didn't even realize that I would have an interest in. I see exit ramps and on ramps, and I just continue to move. And as I move, the things that interest me. I will pull off and refuel and and enjoy myself and and find out if I like that destination or not. And then I have the opportunity to get back on that highway and see other destination signs off that I couldn't see off in the distance when I was just standing still. So I'm going to just keep moving, keep moving. And as I keep moving, the plan that I had probably wouldn't even present itself anymore. The universe would tell me, you know, God to give me another plan that I didn't even know I was interested in. So I'm just going to keep moving and 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 take advantage of the opportunities that present themselves that afford me the right to, to help others. A man of the people and for the people.
0: Councilman Dupre, do it all, Kelly. Thank you for rapping with us.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Have a blessed day. And
0: thanks to all of you for hanging out with me today. I'm Vanessa Tyler, and be sure to catch me daily on the Black Information Network heard nationwide in 34 cities and also on the iHeart Radio app. Connect with me on social media at Vanessa R. Tyler on Twitter and Vanessa Tyler1 on Instagram. Ramses will be back next week. So until next time, keep listening to the Black Information Network daily podcast.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp.